before I take you back to this episode, I want to let you know that you can book me for training and workshops around negotiation and conflict resolution. And that could be in a half a day, a full day. It can be online or face to face. So just email admin at lifemediation.com.au and let us know that you're interested. And then we work out what it is that you need and how we can move forward. Welcome to episode two of Conversations to Cut the Conflict. Today, we're going to talk about making agreements in your relationship. A lot of people don't have any agreements or they're not clear or they have very old agreements in place that are really not relevant anymore to the relationship. So this conversation is going to make a huge difference to you um, and you will find out how to make clear agreements, how you can change them and you know have a much clearer understanding of what everyone needs and wants in this relationship so you can avoid conflict altogether or you can negotiate better and work through conflict much easier and much quicker. So let's get into it. I am Lisanna Eriks. I'm a conflict resolution specialist and I've been a mediator and facilitator for over 12 years. I've been a finalist for the Australian Mediator of the Year Award for the last two years and I train, coach and mentor people to become highly effective in conflict resolution and negotiation so they can create the relationships they want in their homes and their boardrooms. Over the years, I've become deeply passionate about conflict resolution and negotiation because I see how much suffering it is causing people and it just does not have to be this way. When people truly get how conflict impacts their life and put the work in to get effective at conflict resolution, they get to experience deep connections with other people, freedom, self-expression and love. Have a look at the highlights on my Instagram page, Lisanna Eriks underscore life mediation to find out more about what I do and why I do it. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you the conversations, insight and tools you need for you to switch on your inner conflict resolution and negotiation muscles and get you to a completely different level where you can resolve conflict powerfully and create the relationships you want in your life. Think about it. What would life be like if you would not be afraid of dealing with conflict and you would deal with it easily and quickly? It would change the game dramatically, wouldn't it? So let's get into talking about how to do this. Welcome to Conversations to Cut the Conflict. Hi and welcome to episode two of Conversations to Cut the Conflict. So today I'm going to talk to you about why agreements in relationship are so important and when you listen to this episode and you're going to put in place, um, you know, what I suggest to do around making agreements with your partner, I bet it will make a huge difference to your relationship. Okay, so let's start talking about why agreements in relationship are so important. For me, it's one of the fundamental things that, um, you know, will really take your relationship to the next level. And let's have a quick look at a definition of agreement. So I actually looked it up online and it said something like, what does it say again? Um, harmony or accordance or opinion or feeling. Or it said a basic agreement is a written instrument of understanding negotiated between an agency or contracting activity and a contractor, which contains contract clauses that apply to future contracts between the parties during its term. So it's really that you are making an, an, a written or a verbal agreement with the other person. So you have an understanding and you've negotiated about it. You both are clear what it is, what it means, and what's expected from everyone. And let's have a look at relationships and how that relates to making agreements. I think what I see a lot in my, my work as a mediator, family mediator, and why people separate is because 
first of all, there are no agreements in place sometimes. And people do not relate to their relationship or their marriage as an agreement. It's not something that comes to mind for most people. That's why I'm discussing it in this podcast because it's so important. So people who are de facto often just get into a relationship. I don't think there are a lot of people that actually sit down and go, okay, we're starting this relationship. What are the terms of this relationship? You know, what do I want? What do you want? Let's negotiate. Let's write it down, sign a contract. I don't really have anyone that I know that has done that. But, you know, I might be wrong, but that's my experience. And with marriage, it's a little bit more formal. So I do think people, you know, make an extra contract. Well, you sign a contract, right? And people uh, write down vows that they declare to each other at their wedding. So those are promises. And, you know, you could possibly say agreements. So some of those agreements are in place in marriage. But I would like to think that most people don't remember what they said. If you go around to all your friends or look at yourself and you say, what did you promise on your wedding day? Some people might be very clear on that and still know that. And some people will go, I don't know, I haven't looked at those vows for ages. Plus, I don't know about you, but I'm a very different person now than I was 11 years ago when I married my husband. So another thing about agreements is that they have to change and evolve over time to make sure they're still relevant and they're still working. Because when you look at business agreements, when you start you know, being employed by someone or you do a business deal with someone, actually a lot of time and effort gets put into making really clear agreements. Because what it does is that everyone knows what is expected of them. Everyone gets to say, well, this is important to me. This is what you will deliver on. That's what I will deliver on. And you're all really clear about what you're going to do moving forward. And then, of course, what the contract is for is that if you made agreements and you break your agreements, then you can hold each other to account around that and say, hey, that's not what we agreed upon. So that's really not okay. Or you can talk about that, right? Or you can say, well, this is no longer working in this agreement. I feel like I have to break it or I broke it before. So let's talk about how we can change the agreement so it works for everyone involved. And for some reason, we don't do this in relationships. While it actually would make life so much easier when you know exactly what you're expecting of each other and what's important to you both and actually take some time to really nut that out because contract agreements are normally you know quite lengthy in business agreements and sometimes really nitty-gritty and of course in your relationship you can choose how far you want to go if you want to put some basic things in place or are there specifics that you really want to make an agreement about and it's also really important to think about what are some things that are not negotiable for you you know, I'm very negotiable, very willing to listen to everyone. But what I'm not okay with is when sp- people speak horrible to me. That's a non-negotiable for me. I won't listen to that. I won't accept something like that. And my husband knows that about me. So if he's going to do that, he knows that conversation is never, ever going to go well. And I don't respond well to it. So it's really good to share with your partner what your non-negotiables are and what are the things that are really, really important to you. And the other thing is people in conflict, when they are um, mediating with me, They often talk about things like, well, you don't respect me or we don't communicate well. And people use really, really big words is what I call them. Um, So they're not necessarily that big, but it's more around conceptual words. So how I unpack that with people is I say, okay, so what will it look like if the other person respects you? If I'm a fly on the wall, what is the other person doing? And people come up with things like, well, you would just say hello, or you would write an email with my name at the top, or you would... I mean, there is practicalities to behaving respectfully, right? 
And often what the other person says is, oh gosh, really? I can do that? Because for me, respect means something very different. So a lot of miscommunication and, and agreement making even doesn't work because people are not clear on what the words in the agreement even mean. So if you look at a business contract, all the words are spelled out at a different page and the meaning of the words is clarified. So everyone's clear on what they mean. And again, in relationships, we don't do that very often. So it's really important that when you talk about respect or what you're asking of someone to say, well, this is what it looks like in reality and ask yourself that question first before you talk to some someone else about it. And that would really, really clarify things and make your agreements much more powerful. So when we make agreements, um, we obviously also fail at keeping our agreements. So when that happens, you know, don't throw everything out of the window or go, oh, this is bad and we're horrible and we have a horrible relationship. Things fail. I make agreements with my husband and sometimes I don't do it. But the good thing about having an agreement in place is that we at least know that the agreement is broken. We have a conversation about it. So I can apologize for something I've done or something I haven't done, which I promised I would do. Um, but also we can, I can go, okay, um, I know I broke this agreement, but I'm realizing this is no longer working for me. So can we make a change to that? So you have a conversation. So, you know, it's nothing wrong with slipping up at times. Um, but when you have an agreement, you actually deal with it. And I think when you don't have an agreement, you don't even notice that those things are happening. And, you know, it just keeps rolling and people build up resentment and it just it just doesn't sit well, but no one is really actually dealing with it because it's all sort of a unconscious kind of ongoing thing. So um, the thing is, you would have probably have made really good agreements with your partner along the way, but, and, you know, you, you might have even changed some of the agreements and you might have not noticed that you actually did that at all. A lot of people, like I said, are not conscious about the fact that a marriage and a relationship is based on agreements. So the first thing that I would like you to do is to think for yourself, do me and my partner have agreements in place? And if you can think of the agreements that you have, write them down for yourself. Okay, so for example, um, you know, my husband and I have an agreement in place to on Sundays to have a look what the week looks like so we can see who's doing what and who's picking up and who's dropping off. Um, we had an agreement in place for a period of time when I was the main income earner that I could plan my work when I needed to and my husband would work around me and make sure he was home for the kids. That agreement has evolved and changed a lot. So I actually realized this week that we needed to change the agreement we have currently in place because it's not working. So our circumstances have changed. My husband is now building um, our house, which is great. But normally he's home in the morning and he designs um, and things like that. So he works from home and that makes him very available uh, to help out in the morning with the kids and for both of us to be there and, and get everyone on their feet and out of the door and things like that. But now he has lots of mornings that he has to leave at 6.30. So all of a sudden I'm alone with the kids. And not that I can't do that, but sometimes I might have to be at work at 8. And I've been used to having him around so me to be able to move around more freely. So we have to sit down again and go, okay, what are the agreements? And what is it that you need for your able to do the job? What is What do you need to have your job working? What do the kids need? How we can make sure we're there for both of them? And then work a way around. And I have to say, we had to review our agreements and negotiate like sometimes even on a daily basis since the whole coronavirus and the pandemic hit because there was new information every single day there was new 
um, you know, things happening. Like the kids came home and they were not at school any longer. And then they went and then we just got used to that and got a whole new routine and we, we made all sorts of agreements as a family and then that changed again. The kids went back to school and like I said, now my husband is doing different work. Um, my work has been up and down. There's, there's so much going on. So I've actually been reviewing this very, very regular to see if it's still working. I just want to give you a quick message before we get back to this episode. You can get full access to free training in which I will give you three simple communication techniques that can change everything in your relationship. All you have to do is visit don'truinyourrelationship.com. People pay money to get trained by me and you can get access to this training for free. So do yourself a favor and make sure you watch this free training now at don'truinyourrelationship.com. So the first thing again is to see if you have agreements in place. And then, um, you know, if the answer is no, and you go, I don't think we do, or you can't remember, sit down with your partner and with a piece of paper and, you know, you can make it a really nice evening. Um, you could make it very romantic. I don't know what you want to do around it, but do what you feel comfortable with and have that conversation and say, what are the things that we want to, you know, promise to each other, um, you know, what's important to us? Um, is it that, you know, how do we want to empower each other? How do we want this relationship to work? So what is it that you need? And again, also share with your partner what your non-negotiables are. Okay, and if you have agreements in place and you're clear about them, maybe write them down again as well. So you just want to check with your partner. This is what I think the agreements that we have in place are. Are that those the agreements that you think we have in place? Because sometimes people don't actually, you know, have the same idea about it. And then review these agreements. So I just shared a little bit about how we've been reviewing our agreements and it's really important to do that. So go, okay, so are these agreements still working? And how often do we want to um, you know, review this because like I said before, I am such a different person and my husband too, since 11 years ago when we, you know, um, told each other at our wedding day, what we were promising each other. So we have different needs and different concerns, but also we have two children that we didn't have when we got married. So that really has changed life and, and put a whole new dynamic in it. I guess my whole point of this episode is from, for me to, to get across to you that, agreements are really the fundamental uh, piece of your relationship because if you don't know what you're expecting from each other what you are wanting from each other if you're not clear about it then how can you actually behave in a way that's going to empower each other that's going to support each other because you've got no clue and that comes back to that concept of that people say well you should know what I want because we've been together for so long you should know what I need and I keep saying this over and over again but no one is ever, ever going to be able to read your mind. It is not a skill we have as human beings. We are not able to do it. And I hear this so often that people uh, feel that the other person should know that. And if they don't, then that means that they don't know them. To be honest, like I don't know what my husband is thinking. Sometimes I might be able to figure it out based on the assumptions I have of him because I know him very well, but I could be very wrong. So, you know, it's much easier just to ask or to have the other person clarify what they want. So, you know, get conscious to your that you have an agreement. See also if you need to clarify the agreement, like I said before, with the words in it. So if you talk about respect, communication, leadership, support, 
what does that actually mean? So in reality, when your partner is supporting you, what is he or she doing? So ask yourself those questions so you can communicate clearly to the other person what it is that you're asking for. And the other person then can go, oh, I can do that. That's not a problem. Or they can go, well, I can't really do that. That's not something that I feel comfortable about or I feel I just, that's not me or whatever they might say. And then you can negotiate and get to a place that you do agree to you know, something that you're both okay with. And then you don't have to get upset every time that your partner does something that you're like, oh, I really wanted him to behave in this way. And this for me means respect. So now he's not doing that. So he's disrespecting me. But now you've actually clarified what respect means for both of you. And the other person has agreed to do it. Um, you know, you both have agreed to a way that you're both okay with. So you no longer have all these things that cause conflict all the time. I've actually seen uh, clients that has come have come to me for mediation just to uh, try to resolve their conflict. And I introduced this concept of you know, making agreements because a lot of separated parents do make agreements about their finances, about their co-parenting because they're no longer a couple but they still have really important things to discuss with each other. And we started working on these agreements and, you know, respect and communication and things are just shared. And, you know, the, one of the clients was like, well, when you disrespect me, this is what happens but what I want you to do is this. And the other party was like, really? I can do that. That's easy. I wish I would have known that. And I actually got a message uh, from those people a couple of months later that they got back together. For them, the concept of agreement making and, and having that conversation between them was completely new. And I've seen it more often. Actually, there are some of my clients that get back together because that is the first time in their relationship when I facilitate it, that they have a conversation around making agreements, um, had changing agreements to actually work out and clarify all these nitty gritty things. So they have absolute clarity about what everyone means and what everyone uh, needs so they can really, really support each other. So I really invite you to go and do that. Take the action, go and sit down with your partner and work this out. And then also, like I said, don't get stuck with that. You can review it anytime you both want. Um, say to your partner, hey, listen, we need to review some agreement because it's not working for me. You don't have to get upset about it or angry about it or let it simmer or leave it. If something doesn't work and doesn't sit well, you just have to bring it up. And this is always my advice with conflict resolution. Bring things up early and straight away so you don't have to um, you know, simmer on, you know, have it sitting under the surface, bubbling away, and at one point it just explodes. So as soon as it doesn't feel comfortable, have that conversation with your partner because also it creates a huge amount of trust. Your partner now knows that every time something is not working for you, you actually come and talk to them about it and address it because, again, a lot of my clients, when they separate, they tell me that, you know, nothing was – they were not told and they, they couldn't change their behavior because – no one actually said anything until they were like, okay, I'm done. And they were like, sorry, what? Why? Or oh, haven't you noticed I wanted this and this and you never did that and that. And they're like, well, why didn't you share it with me? So sit down, make agreements, review your agreements, clarify what the agreements are so everyone is clear. And if something is not sitting well, you know, throughout the course of uh, doing your agreements, bring it up and then uh, change it. And also be willing to be held accountable, right? Because that's the other thing that I say a lot. People don't want to be held accountable and then that's why they don't keep uh, their, hold their, their partner to account either. And then you get this whole relationship of no one is holding anyone to account and people getting angry and there's lots of conflict. So you have to be willing when you make an agreement that someone says, hey, we made an agreement and you're not doing it. 
what's that about? And then you have to have that conversation. You know, my husband does it to me sometimes. Of course I fail as well. I'm human. It's okay. But then you have to be able to reflect on your own behavior, but also hold your partner to account. I hold my husband to account as well and say, hey, listen, this is what we've agreed upon. What's going on? That doesn't work for me. So you see how you can have really good constructive conversation. You could call it conflict, it's a, but it's not really. It, it is disagreement or it is friction on something that's not working. But if you deal with it early and in a constructive way, then you can work through it really powerfully and you can just have a much more peaceful relationship where everyone feels supported. So, you know, go and do this. Let me know. Uh, send me messages on, on Instagram or Facebook how you go with this. I'd love to know how this is making a difference to you. And I will be speaking to you soon in episode three of Conversation to Cut the Conflict. Thanks for listening.